0: Hello, welcome back to the Quack Report. We got the whole gang back together once again. Yeah. How's it going, Steven? It's great. How are you? It's good. I've seen you like three times in the last week. I know. And before that, it was like not at all. (laughs) I I just go MIA
1: for like a month and then I'm like, ah, I I might as well make an appearance. Yeah,
0: I'll make an appearance. See how I feel.
1: Make them know that I'm still alive. They don't have to worry. And then, you know, go on my fucking month hiatus again soon.
0: Yeah, it's okay. We need a month hiatus from you as well. So. Yeah, it's already been two episodes straight. Yeah. Shut up, Nate. No one asked you. <laughs>
2: I'm going to ask you, Nate. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. That's good.
1: So, well, I mean, no one asked him about being a dick to me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> how does it feel being a dick to Stephen? feels kind of good, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he throws it at me a lot more than I throw it at him. No, he's being so. nice to you now. Yeah, I'm, for, I'm so trying.
2: Far, sorry, how far are we into this episode? A minute and 15 seconds. I think that's the longest he's actually ever been
0: nice that's to That's rude. Me. I was nice
1: to you for a whole month, okay? Yeah. You never talked you to me in that month. <laughs> I was nice to you. <laughs>
0: Speaking of people being not so nice, we were not so nice to Buffalo handing them another loss in what was, looked like would be their season but is not. So. Nope.
1: This is uh, this is the typical Buffalo thing I find. They start off like yeah. super hot, and I'm always like, oh, maybe this is the year. Let's go, Buffalo. You can do this. Yeah. You're just going to feel bad for him. You yeah, want him to do something. Yeah, and then it just like around Christmas, all of a sudden it's just a tank, and I'm like, what? <laughs> What happened? I yeah. feel like
2: last year is like the ten game stretch, and then they like really dipped off. And even Buffalo fans were like, "Yeah, we kind of overachieved." But I think this time, like people are actually getting pissed about it. It's like, no, we
0: should be a lot better than this. They should be. I mean, when we talked about their lineup, we talked about how good Eichel was. Yeah. Um, I don't, were you I here for this one? No, no, he wasn't there for that one. Yeah, like he's having an unreal season. So. Uh, I just don't understand it. Yeah. It's, like Eichel is literally dragging them through the mud yeah. to try to make a postseason berth.
1: It's Eichel and Reinhardt's really good on with him there. He's mm-hmm. not yeah. like way up there, but he's really, he good plays there. really well with him. So. Um, And then it's just their key acquisitions that they tried to get this year haven't really paid out for them i guess yes.
0: and like jeff skinner who they just signed to a who, big deal yeah that's he, already he not
2: looking the greatest no
1: he's not <laughs> doing as well as he did last year that's understatement of the year right there vc was supposed to help out he's not doing well i think with Sin being hurt that hurts them too a little bit it does he was, for sure he was helping them yeah. out um
0: big power play specialist
1: yeah <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> uh it's just yeah it's it's good for the ducks to get that another couple points in yeah for sure keep climbing up the standing so that you get the better the worst chance at the first overall pick but the yeah. better chance I guess <laughs> yeah I don't know kind how of. it always
2: works <laughs> yeah but I'm trying to see if I can find their year by year things I'm trying to remember the last time the Sabres even made the playoffs
1: um they are right now they have the longest active streak of nine years I believe it is nine yeah if they okay here I did find it I'm just taking a look I think because Edmonton has the longest streak of 10 years. Mm, At 11 is it, 11? it 11 I yeah. think they're one behind you guys okay. so they might be on 10 years then uh,
2: the last time the Sabres made the playoffs was the 2011 playoffs lost in the quarterfinals in game seven to the Philadelphia Flyers
1: so th- yeah that'd be what nine years then yeah nine years yeah. so then I think the Edmonton, so then Edmonton might oh yeah it is Edmonton's 10 Edmonton's yeah. 10 so they're they're close. Like that's a record you don't want. Yeah. You know? I know you're probably like, "Come on, do it, <laughs> do yeah. it."
0: Actually, the Panthers also have um a 10-year playoff drought as well. So it's a tie of tie of shittiness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, you're still like just yeah. I don't want to be there. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be second. <laughs> no, I feel bad for anyone that's like in a playoff drought, except for maybe Calgary, but
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, but no one feels bad for
0: Calgary. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I I really want Buffalo to at least <laughs> just do a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I got well, you. Well, you know. Um well, let's get into this game here. This was a 3-2 win for the Ducks. Nate did predict a 3-2 win, but he said overtime, not regulation. So we're hey, not Nate, giving it to him.
1: Nate, good try. I, I say good that's try. bullshit, but all right. Good, good try, Nate. You'll, you'll do better <laughs> next time.
0: I said a 4-2 win. Um, I didn't call overtime though, so I'm gonna give it to myself. Oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you agree with me, like, Steven? That makes sense, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. some bullshit. And you Mate, said 3-2 win, right? I,
1: yeah, I said 3-2 win in regulation. Yeah, so, of course, yeah. yeah. No. I've just been on a roll here like You have, I don't, yeah. I don't understand It's just something it. about
0: not showing up that just like really gets you <laughs> yeah. in the prediction. I'm mood. like,
1: hmm, what could it be? Oh, hey, here's my prediction. Yeah. I know the game's happening right now, and it's like one minute left in the game, but this is my prediction. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, in net for this game was Ryan Miller. He faced thirty-three shots and stopped thirty-one of them for a nine-three-nine save percentage. I really liked that they played Miller in this game.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it's. Well, I kind. Of, I don't know if we kind of talked about it last time or if we talked about it on the Shooting around Show. There. Yeah,
0: I think we talked no, we talk about, about it ago. last time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We're we're it was about, on this show. Yeah, I,
1: I know I was watching it, but I wasn't. We weren't. I wasn't sure if we actually like. Were yeah. Fully, talking about it, but um, yeah, I think it's good. Like we said, him getting that. Game in Buffalo there, yeah. Because like, who knows? Could it could be, be his last, last season,
0: All right. i was so cute, you guys. When you said it at the same time, <laughs> I'm trying
1: so hard not to be mean to Nate now for I this whole play, episode. Yeah. Let's see
2: if you can actually make it through the whole episode. That'd I, be a feat. I, I
1: feel like I That'd already told you to shut up earlier, so I apologize for that. <laughs> Was it on there, though? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was It, it was, it, it was as as like you, five seconds in. <laughs> <laughs> it was when you were being okay. mean to me, and I told you to shut up. Yeah. So I apologize. What did I say?
0: <laughs> I don't know. You just said something. You said something mean to said me, something. and I was like, wow, rude.
2: Okay, well, you know, we'll, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. We'll start it from there. From there? Okay, yeah, from I
1: will, there. We'll see okay. if we can we we'll can. You've, see he, if you you've
0: been it. good ever since. So.
1: I, I it, might that's I that's your, not talk <laughs> for the rest of this episode. That's your one gimme. Am I now shut up's not terrible <laughs> okay new question can i have one per episode where i can just be mean to nate yeah sure okay one yeah. one per episode does that sound good to you nate that's rude <laughs> <laughs> I'll,
0: I'll be the judge i'll keep track of them. okay right. cool.
1: yeah. i've already i've already done my carter, will,
0: carter will give you the penalty I'll i swear to be impartial we're, we're all shaking hands by the way. <laughs> you guys aren't shaking hands
1: uh, this is carter you have it all weird now <laughs>
0: <laughs> we did it wait okay. why did we just do like the the three-man handshake right, do there well, it's too late. We already yeah. shaked hands. That's no, okay. Shook hands. It was really shitty, though. That's <laughs> yeah, okay. It happens. Uh, back to this game. Uh, <laughs> Jonas Johansson was in net for the Sabers. He faced twenty-eight shots, stopped twenty-five for an eight-nine-three save percentage.
1: He he made some big saves, though, too. He did. Yeah. He really
0: did, especially early on when it was all Ducks. So yeah, that's the thing about just looking at numbers. It doesn't tell the whole story. Yeah. Uh, so in the first period of this game, but almost halfway through the period, not quite. The Ducks strike first. They break out of their own zone with ease, and Delzato finds Sam Steele across the ice. Steele has time, and he brings it into the Sabres zone. Sabres all try to pressure him, and he just makes a sweet feed to Silverberg, who fires it into the back of the net. Really well-placed shot by him, I thought.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was uh, It was just Silverberg being
0: Silverberg,
1: you know? Yeah. ASS, as I like to call him. <laughs> yeah. All-star Silverberg. All-star Silverberg.
0: Our own little ass. Uh, that was his <laughs> 17th goal of the season.
1: Uh, I don't want All-Star to get traded. Do you think he'd be on the trade block?
0: Ooh, I don't think so. No? no. Okay, cool. I'll I'll say, yeah, let's actually save for that for the
2: rest, or, like, for, like, later on in the episode. We can yeah. get into that.
0: Okay. Um, Ducks get a chance right after the goal, but Johansson denies them. Am I saying his name right? I, I just want to make sure.
1: I think it's Johansson. Or okay. It's Yo- yeah. Jonas Johansson? Johansson?
0: Yeah. Probably yeah. Johansson. Someone will yeah. come back it,
1: to it's it's something. I, I've heard it multiple times, but like okay. then when I was typing it out, I'm like, how do I pronounce yes. this? A lot so, of people know who I'm talking about. So. The, the rookie goalie for Buffalo. There you go. Yeah, sure. Just the rookie guy. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, just after the halfway mark, the Ducks would score another one, this time from Captain Clutch. they will get off to a very very similar play to the Silverberg goal in Montreal, Fowler dumping the puck in and Shore beating it to everyone, pushing it behind the goal line for Raquel, who then finds Getzlaff, and he one-times at home, for getzlaff's 12th of the season
1: the, the way you said that there, just kind of like because you said sure beating it to everyone it just it sounded weird to me a little oh bit. Yeah, yeah sure yeah. i messed uh, yeah, it up a little bit yeah it beats everyone too like I, I don't know just the way you said it but no when i saw this goal my brain literally was like i've seen this goal before like mm-hmm. what Where were this so i went back and i was like yeah montreal there it was yeah
0: this is a good little play that they have uh yeah, like dump and chase doesn't work for a lot of teams, but I think with the the speed that the Ducks have, it works quite nicely.
1: I think the thing that really got my attention with it was the, like Shore going into the boards like that because the Montreal one I don't remember who was, but when they went into the boards, they kind of tripped and looked like Shore kind of like tripped up a little bit. Not he mm-hmm. didn't actually fall, but that's yeah. where my brain was like, I've seen this. Yeah, like I, I, that, I know I've seen this. Where was it?
0: Yeah, the Ducks keep coming and they would get another puck in this time from Nick Ritchie as. Henrique clears his zone. Richie is the first man to the puck. He drops it for Troy Terry, who then tries to make a move, loses the handle on the puck, and it rolls in front of the net. And again, Richie is just the first one there. He takes a quick shot that beats Johansson, we're going to go with, uh, beats him five-hole, and that's Richie's sixth of the season.
1: This was just lucky, but like... Out hustling also. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, you got to be a little bit lucky. And, I mean, Ducks are up 3 nothing now, so can't yeah. complain about that.
1: I, it's Well, the thing I always say with this Ducks team is they don't get luck. Like, yeah. From they don't like, get duck luck. Like, from <laughs> where? No Ducks puck luck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're trying not to be mean to him now. <laughs> Time out. I'm, uh,
1: I'm done talking for a little bit. <laughs> I thought you were trying to do,
2: like, a Drake dance or something for a second. <laughs>
0: All right, while Stephen takes uh, a minute here, we're going to move on. Late in the first, Troy Terry gets brought down on a breakaway. He is awarded a penalty shot. He comes in and tries to beat Johansson with a quick shot, but no dice for him. Okay, I'm going to be a little bit mean to you here. This looked like you taking a penalty shot. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Just yeah. straight
2: to the pad. <laughs> hey, at least at least he hit the net, and I'm giving you that too, that
0: you hit the net on that's at least true, this yeah. chance. So. That's, that's a compliment in itself. Uh, late in the period, though, Ducks get a bit sloppy. They turn the puck over at their own line, giving Larson a breakaway, and he does not fail 3-1 at the end of the first for the Ducks. It's a pretty good first period. Yeah, can't really one, complain one the besides, ones, honestly, besides the couple slip-ups yeah. slip at the end of the
2: first there. Yeah, it was good. I'd say ranks in the top five for the season for the first period so far.
0: Yeah. How are you doing, Steven?
1: I uh, don't want to say anything <laughs> still. Okay, <laughs> let me know when you want to jump back in. I'll just jump back in when I'm ready to jump back <laughs> Okay, in. sounds good.
0: Moving on to the second here. Midway through, Troy Terry gets a good chance, but Johansson makes the glove save on him. Ducks keep pushing and cause a little bit of a scramble in front of the net. And a Ducks player gets the puck behind the net with Johansson on his back. He finds the man in front, and the, unfortunately, the puck just goes off the post there. So Ducks. I'm
1: unsure if uh, Johansson gets a piece of it too, because like it was they yeah, didn't show really a good tell. they didn't show a good replay of that whole sequence. But mm-hmm. yeah, you think with all those cameras, you think, <laughs> but like you don't get. Yeah, it just it never happens. Yeah,
0: yeah, but yeah, Ducks still with some great pressure in the second period. Um, Sabers get a couple good chances. On the other side, as Reinhardt wins a foot race to the puck, takes a wrister that hits Miller up high. He then has to sprawl back as the rebound is fired just wide of the net. So, again, a little bit more luck going the Ducks' way here.
2: Yeah, I saw this. like Basically, it's like a wide-open net, and I was like, oh, boy, and just missed it. I'm
0: like, yeah, that was lucky. Sabers on a power play, and the puck goes back to Rasmus Dahlin at the point, and he lets go a wrister that just ends up beating Miller up high. Closing the gap to 3-2 to two for the Ducks.
1: Kind of ghoulie in front of the net there. Like Rasmus, I wanted to say Dully, but Ristolainen yeah. was in front of the net, which was weird to me because like, you don't see defensemen like that in front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then ghoulie comes to kind of pressure him, and he doesn't get out of the way, so this like doesn't get him out of the way. So Miller was, Miller. Miller was screened on that one. Yeah. It was still a really good shot, though.
0: Yeah, for sure. Just like
1: a, a, a wrist shot from the point going top shelf. I've yeah. only seen that like, I feel like you don't see that that often.
0: No, know? not really. With like
1: yeah. a clean, beats them clean. Like,
0: Yeah, usually it's a tip or like yeah. it bounces off the glove or something. I yeah. mean,
1: what, for me, I see it a lot with Kale McCarr doing it. Or mm-hmm. he'll like just <laughs> hit the crossbar and I get, cry a little bit. Yeah. But <laughs> you don't, I just, it's not a very high action play, I guess. I don't know.
0: Like, yeah, I know what you mean. It's not
1: it does it's not done very often.
0: Yeah. It's I think it's being done a little bit more often with guys like Dolen and Makar. Like a lot I, of the young I guys say, have really good wrist shots on, on the blue line. I'm
1: not sure. I could see maybe Quinn Hughes doing it. I haven't watched enough of
0: Quinn Hughes to tell. I've noticed him has. do it a little bit. He's more of a slap shot guy, but he does have a good wrist of, shot. He's a for lot sure. more
1: of an assist guy too, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And yeah, he gets a lot of the tips for with the wrist shot, not right. necessarily the goal, but yeah, still wicked wrist shots by some of these young guys.
2: I think it's just like kind of the same as like throughout the rest of the league. You're seeing a lot more finesse than Braun at this mm-hmm. point. So you are seeing a lot less of the slap shot from the point. But you like you you still see it enough that it's there type thing. But
0: yeah. that's why you're noticing the wrist shots a lot more. So mm, For sure. Closing out the period here. Ducks on a power play late. Elite center Derek Grant has a great chance, but he is stopped by Johansson. Uh, really good play by him to get to the net and try and get that loose puck. But yeah, couldn't, unfortunately couldn't find it. Silverberg would then get robbed by the glove of Johansson. Kind of close out the action of the second period here. Moving on to the third. This one was not quite <laughs> well, as much in the Ducks' favor. This
1: was probably one of the top five worst periods for yeah. the Ducks this yeah. year.
0: Yeah, for sure. Not even just worst third periods, just worse worst periods. periods. Worst periods. Uh,
1: Except for one, and we haven't said it yet.
0: Praise Miller. Yes. Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this game just had it all. <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh, so early on in the period, Sabres miss a great chance to even this game up as the cross seam pass just barely misses. So again, back to the whole puck luck thing you yeah, were talking yeah, about. this is
1: where it, they actually have puck luck the Yeah. Ones.
0: Uh Sabres keeping up the pressure. They're hitting goal posts. Again, Ducks still just catching some luck early on. Sabres still having all the chances in the third. Miller coming up with a huge saves. Uh, the Sabres just unable to put the puck uh, basically into an empty net when the when they get the chance, either putting it wide or going off the post. Off of the rebounds
1: that like Miller is some of the big rebounds that Miller kind of gave up in this third. Yeah. Not his fault.
0: He's, like, that he no, was forced just, to give yeah, up. Yeah. yeah,
2: Like it's it's more he was doing rebounds to so like an attempt to try to clear the puck himself because he's literally the only guy like actually doing his job. It seems at that
1: point.
0: Yeah, it, it sort of seemed like just nonstop action uh, down in the Ducks own zone there. Yeah.
1: The like the first three <clears throat> things we talked about were pretty much like almost one whole shift. <laughs> like, yeah, that's how fast they went. But really acid. it was.
0: Yeah. Sabres acting pretty much like they're on the power play with their puck movement. Um, kind of playing keep away from the ducks. Miller finally manages to uh, freeze the puck and stop play and get a good change. Miller was like, you could see it in his face. It was a mix of I'm exhausted and I'm about to kill my fucking defense. Yeah. <laughs> Late in the game, ducks lose control in their own zone. The puck finds Jeff Skinner alone, but Miller comes up with a big glove save to keep the lead 3-2. to two. Praise Miller. Praise Miller. Praise Miller. Ducks were able to withstand the Sabres' relentless attacks in the third to win the game 3-2. to two. Sabres had 15 shots in that period. Yeah, really all the momentum. Uh, would you say the Ducks had five? Five, yeah. The Ducks had five,
1: th- and none of them were really dangerous yeah. scoring chances. Yeah, they
0: were kind of in the middle of the period and shots from the outside. Yeah. That's about it. Um, but 15 shots, praise Miller. Praise Miller on times 15. <laughs> yeah, uh, so Duck's kind of lucky to come away with this one, it seemed, and uh, they almost lost that three-goal lead that they got early on, and yeah, that was really good to to see them hold on for that one. All right, um, anything to, to say about this game or do we move on?
2: Yeah, kind of like we said earlier, um, the first period was really great, one of the better ones that we've seen, but that third period was just atrocious. I don't know if we ran out of gas or Buffalo just turned it up a
0: little bit more combination of both, but yeah, uh, I I think combination of both, but yeah. Um, All right. Well, let's move on here. Uh, So just, uh, I guess last night when we're talking about this two nights ago, when you guys are hearing this, uh, the ducks or sorry, the blues were in Anaheim and, uh, just about, what was it, seven or eight minutes into the first period? It was uh, pretty...
2: I think No, I think we were just past the halfway point. Yeah, There's seven minutes the left way. in the first. Very scary moment.
1: Yeah, yeah very absolutely. scary
0: moment on the Blues bench. Uh, Bo Meester goes um, for the change just after his shift. Looks like he's just grabbing some water or something. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, he's collapsing on the bench. Uh, Vince Dunn is there waving over the medical staff right away. Petrangelo jumps in too. Uh, whole game stops to attend to... The Easter there. Yeah. Um, well, and
2: this was also during a TV timeout too, so it was like for the viewers at home, it was when we came back to the action, and then it was like, yeah, everybody's like kind of freaking out and whatnot, yeah. and it was like, hey, what the hell's going on? And like even the upstairs people didn't know yet, like who it was or that sort of thing. So mm-hmm.
0: yeah, wow. there was only one kind of camera angle, so no one, no one really knew. But I mean, great on the the ducks medical staff uh, as well to. To join in and like the other staff that were in attendance um, yeah, at the absolutely. game to to get down stabilize him. Uh, I heard not. they had to use a defibrillator <coughs> on him. I'll yeah, be well.
1: honest, I wasn't watching this game, but um, the game I was watching, the commentators were giving updates and like everything mm-hmm. about as, that as much as, as they could as yeah. the game was going on. So as yeah. like yeah, just letting us know about it because like as much as. You don't like teams like I don't really like St. Louis. Mm-hmm. It's oh, still like something where I'm like, no, I yeah. like. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's it's not something you ever want to see. So, no. um, Easter is in stable condition. I believe he's still in the hospital, just getting some more tests done.
2: Yeah. So uh, there was an update a couple hours ago that uh, yeah he is still in a hospital in Anaheim. It was a cardiac episode. Uh, like you said, there was a defibrillator used. Um and he regained consciousness immediately after. Um. So once he left, he was yeah conscious and responsive and that sort of thing, which is really good.
0: Yeah, he was like timing and texting teammates, um, and friends and family like that he, night as well. I think so. he
1: was also like FaceTiming some of the ducks players. I thought I read somewhere. Uh, too. I think so. Yeah.
2: So the one guy, like, obviously I feel bad for Bollmeister in this situation. Cause he's the guy who collapsed for that, but I feel really bad for his dad. This was during the blues his uh, dad's trip as well. That's terrifying. Yeah. yeah for so sure. I mean, I, luck, like luckily for Jay though, like he, he had his dad with him. Like that's, that's yeah. not something you normally would have in a situation. Oh, even just like getting hurt in an NHL game and having to mm-hmm. go to a hospital, you don't normally have like someone like that. I guess that kind of a relationship mm-hmm. there with you. So, um, yeah, we, Put out a tweet last night uh, as well, just saying that us boys here at the Crack Report, we're sending our wishes. Uh, Bowie Sir played junior hockey in Medicine Hat for the Medicine Hat Tigers. So, I mean, we were pretty young at that time, but like, I know I got to go to see a couple games and he would have been playing during those. So, Honestly, yeah. I don't remember. But um, <laughs> Probably yeah, you know, like did, that, but don't yeah, remember him. Like that did, yeah. kind of, that hits a little bit closer to home for us at least because mm-hmm. like he was someone who was part of our community at one point so yeah, yeah we're we're wishing our our best wishes to this guy and uh yeah i hope he gets hope he gets back soon
0: yeah for sure uh, hopefully he can continue playing in the nhl for for a few more years anyways um uh in regards to the game they uh, decided to postpone it. No one really wanted to finish it, which I think is
1: makes sense. Um, yeah, the game was postponed at a one-one tie as well. So I yes. don't know. I, I looked know. into
0: it and what happened a few years ago when it was Rich Peverly yeah, um, passed there. out on the bench. Um, they because it wasn't it was only about seven or eight minutes into the first as well, uh, but it was Columbus was up one nothing. So they postponed the game till for about a month later. Um, they played the full 60 minutes, but Columbus started with a one nothing lead. So I would imagine they'd probably do the same thing. Played the Play. full
1: game, but it's already 1-1. Yeah. yeah. So. so the stats Still 0-0. Zero, zero. Yeah. yeah,
0: essentially 0-0. Zero, zero, yeah. So, yeah, and what they did in terms of stats was the, the guy who had the Columbus goal still got a goal. The other guy still had assists, but they got rid of every other stat. So, like, hits, blocks, shots, they just stopped all those ones, but the goals and assists still stood. So yeah. I would imagine it would be the same thing. I think they did the same thing in Detroit back in... Uh, when was that? I don't uh, know. 05, I think was kind of the next most recent one. But
2: yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, taking a look at this article here from Sportsnet, which was also by like the Associated Press. Uh, it says here the NHL has had standards in place to deal with potential life-threatening cardiac problems for several seasons. Uh, they include having a team physician within 50 feet of the bench, an orthopedic surgeon, and two other doctors also nearby, as well as, as uh, defibrillators.
0: So, yeah, they're like actually in like in the hallways behind. Yeah, the, benches, the home aren't they?
2: the home team has one on its bench, and the away team must have theirs no further away than the locker room. Each medical team regularly rehearses the evacuation of a severely injured player before the season, and all players are screened for serious cardiac conditions. So
0: I heard that they actually did a like a medical emergency test just a couple months ago in uh, in Anaheim as well. So uh, a little bit lucky there that they, everyone was up to date on what was going on there, so they could respond as as quickly as possible so
2: yeah one thing that you kind of forget i guess is that like defensemen do play longer shifts so it says here that Bonomo had played a minute 20 uh in that last shift he didn't need already logged like 5 minutes and 34 seconds of ice time like by that 7 minute point so mm-hmm.
0: very lengthy as well kind of um kind of fluky as well I, from from what i heard like it was there was no signs beforehand that yeah there was uh, nothing and like for him or for anybody else so Think
2: um, it, it surprised a lot of people too cuz like typically jay bolmistar is like a very fit guy and like has mm-hmm. been for a long time in the league so yeah. that's another thing he's known for is like how like how high his fitness level is so yeah for sure i think it's just kind of a um uh what do you call it like kind of a one like kind of like a once in a lifetime type thing but mm-hmm. um i can't think of the word for it right now yeah i know I, what you're un- saying uncommon though. i yeah. guess but
0: yeah, but obviously all the best to Jay Bo Meester, um and his family, teammates, and uh, hopefully speedy recovery for him as well. And uh, we'll keep you guys updated on on what goes on um, with that over the next couple of weeks kinda, as we find out as well.
2: You know if he's in that next, like the rematch, I guess, essentially of mm-hmm. uh, those two clubs, there's going to be a, a lot of Anaheim fans uh, with a standing ovation for oh, him, I
0: think. definitely, for sure. He, he definitely deserves it. Yeah. So. So yeah, let's uh, let's move on here with the podcast. Uh, we'll get into our weekly standings update. Uh, I believe it was about a week and a half ago we, we last did one here. But last week when we talked about it, the top three were Vancouver, Edmonton, and Vegas with 64, 62, and 61 points respectively. Currently, we have Vancouver, Edmonton, and Calgary on the top of the standings with 67, 66, and 64 points. So um, Calgary actually jumped up from fourth Uh, By four points to steal that, excuse me, that third spot from Vegas.
1: Hasn't uh, Calgary had a bit of an easy schedule, though, this past week? Like, I know they played uh, San Jose recently. Mm -hmm. Um,
2: I can tell you here. Uh, Yeah, their last game was San Jose, which was a 6 2 win. They played Vancouver the night before, or two nights before that, which was also a 6 2 win. And then, but they were on a bit of a skid. The last few games before that to the point that like people were kind of already starting to panic a little bit um sense. <laughs> going, going backwards here so the 6th they played Nashville which was a 3-2 loss Um that was just a brutal game I did watch that one on the Flames part it was bad. Two nights before that was against San Jose which was the which was a 3-1 loss and then three nights before that was the ass kicking by Edmonton 8-3 in Calgary
1: so yeah it's been relatively an easier schedule recently not mm-hmm. taking anything away from Calgary like because yeah. I mean
0: Colorado <laughs> has
1: relatively the easiest schedule left remaining in the NHL <laughs> yeah. so
0: um but yeah and then another another team that um, has been on a bit of a slump kind of like Calgary Arizona they are still holding that fifth spot down um they were at 59 points. Uh, last time we talked about them, 64 now. Um, but thank you, skipped over Vegas being in fourth. I there. did, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I don't really care about Vegas. So. I mean, I don't either, but like <laughs> yeah. other people might. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Arizona in six games, amassing uh, five points. So, Oof. or sorry, five games, amassing five points. Um, so per game, that's okay. <laughs> <it's> okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's better than what you said originally. but yeah. Still. Um, yeah, Vegas, as Stephen said, fourth place, uh, 64 points. They had 61 last time, so they're on a bit of a slump as well in four games, getting just three points. Um, And then bottom three still goes... um, Oh, no, actually, Anaheim jumped San Jose again, sorry. Uh, So last time we talked about it, San Jose, Anaheim, LA was the order. Now it's Anaheim, San Jose, LA. So um, Anaheim jumping from 47 points to 53 in uh, four games which quick maths that's four, that's six points six points yeah that's really good actually. we, we really did good. get on this road trip yeah i mean those uh those two overtime games really helped for sure in, yeah. uh toronto and uh, montreal there as well Win against buffalo so yeah um san jose uh went from 48 to 52 points in uh just three games so four points in three games okay I mean, that's okay.
1: Yeah, it's still close between those two teams, anyways.
0: Yeah, for sure. Only one point separates them uh, right now and uh, tied in games played as well okay. with 56. So
1: <laughs> we're acting like it's super competitive. Yeah, <laughs> we'll go off, we got to beat San Jose. But. Super
0: competitive for that sixth place, you know. Um, we are destroying them in goal differential. We only have a minus 27. And San Jose is a minus 40. Yeah, still better than LA's minus 46. Um, they are currently sit with 43 points. Last time we talked about them, they uh, also had 43 points. So They've just lost the, their last four games. LA's
2: minus 46 is the second worst in the league. We know who the Detroit. worst is. Detroit. Yeah. Do you want to take a guess without looking? Do you want to take a They're guess at, like at what, what it
1: minus is? Minus 70 now.
0: I think. I'm gonna say like minus like 75, 78.
2: You guys are off by a lot. Really? My it's minus 96 right now you got last i heard it was minus
1: 60 so that was me i think
2: the worst minus record or like goal differential record was minus 116 or something like that so they'll probably beat it this year honestly that's
1: which i mean
0: that's a record that you don't want yeah i know for sure the wild card teams last time we talked about them were calgary and arizona they are still uh, they still belong to Pacific teams, now just Vegas and Arizona. So Arizona holding somewhat steady in that second wild card spot. I know Winnipeg was up there for a bit over this last week and a bit. So
1: What's wrong with the Thunderdome right now?
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I mean, <laughs> Minnesota's still in it. <laughs> 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 you laugh, but they have three games in hand on Arizona, back four points. So if they win those three, they actually jump into a wild card spot. As so. they just oh. traded one of their best <laughs> players. I know, but they're still close.
1: And they're going to trade Dumba and Brodeen. I'm just saying. No. I'm just reading no. stats. I'm no. reading numbers. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not numbers, saying it's going to the happen. Numbers I'm just the numbers are <laughs> wrong. Shut up. I can be mean to you. Shut up.
0: <laughs> I don't like this anymore because now you're just taking it all out on me instead of me. Uh, Nashville actually only with 55 games played most other teams uh, around like the 57, 58, 59. I think Colorado's really low with that too, though. Uh, Colorado has 56. Yeah. Yeah. So... As well as um, us with San Jose. So. Yeah, well, I mean, hey. <laughs> um, so Nashville is also still kind of in it. But.
1: Nashville's in it. Winnipeg's still in it. Yeah, no. It, it, the Central's still, a still in it, except for maybe
2: Chicago. Chicago's still, still kind of in it, in it. too. Yeah. It's really just these bottom three California teams <laughs> that, that aren't hey, really. Hey, the yeah. Ducks
1: are still in it. They haven't been mathematically eliminated yet. Yeah, We're
2: still in it. <laughs> no, now it's just the tank for Lafreniere.
1: Except you don't want a tank. You like, don't want
0: to no. tank, but also you do. You nope. want to get into nope. like the ninth or tenth spot. That's, Maybe who, that's twelve. I think 12's pretty. 12's pretty good too. 12's yeah. hot for that.
1: Yeah. It depends though too. Like honestly, just don't go to Ducks games. They'll get concerned about the, uh, the NHL. Be concerned about how the ticket prices are there, and then they'll be like, you know what? They need a generational talent. They'll win first overall. That's how it always works. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> Carter, how'd that work in Edmonton? I mean, we got Connor McDavid, lot, so. so fuck you. Yeah, but you also had three other guys before that.
1: Wasn't it four?
3: That was three.
2: That was three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Four picks in five years. Mm.
1: You messed up. You, you, the one year you did good, you could have had Nathan McKinnon.
0: Yeah, instead we got <laughs> Connor McDavid. Downgraded. Yeah, you, you know what? Uh, yeah, I, I'll give McDavid the benefit of that on that yeah. one. <laughs> as much as I hated not making the playoffs for ten straight years, yeah. I'm like, we got McDavid. Out of so like. <laughs> You also could have just
2: made it not just like one year. You could have not made it. It's Edmonton. Do they it? do anything, right? <laughs> Fair.
0: <laughs> I'm not from Ed- Edmonton, but I've been there enough to know. I know enough people <laughs> from there that I know. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, move on to some upcoming games here to wrap up the podcast. But before we move on to that, uh, we just want to let you guys know about a new affiliate of the Hockey Podcast Network called Watch Gang. So watch
1: Gang, gang, gang.
0: <laughs> you might think watches are, are for like the elite and, and the rich people, and you're like, oh, well, whatever, I'll just buy a, a dollar store, $20 watch. But Watch Gang actually makes it pretty affordable. Uh, they're a relatively new company, it began in 2016, based in LA. Uh, they just wanted to bring more watches to more people. So they are a subscription based uh, watch service. So because watches come in so many different styles, uh, they give you the option to select your style, uh, elegant, adventurous, expressive, whatever you kind of want. In just three days, they will ship you your watch. Uh, You can save up to five times uh, off the retail value. Um, They also have a community on Facebook that you can trade, sell, and exchange watches uh, with other members of this. They give away watches every week, or three watches every week, sorry, um, so you can win a Rolex, a Tag, or a Seiko, Seiko I believe is uh, how that is pronounced. So every Friday you have the option to win a Rolex, which is obviously a pretty big name there. All three of
2: those watches that they have is like the examples of what you could win. Those are gorgeous.
0: Yeah, no, they're really nice for sure. Their original tier is $49.99 US dollars. They send you a watch that's worth up to $150 US dollars. You can save more as you prepay, uh, Say 5% on a three-month plan 10% on six months and 20% if you prepay for the whole year so for just $480 you can get yourself 12 nice watches they do have uh, a couple other tiers black tier $100 a month watches up to $500 and a $300 plan with watches up to $1500 if you like to spend money on some stylish watches there so yeah we'll toss the link down into the description Uh, we can make some commission off of any sales that they make so uh, we can use that to improve the podcast, better microphones, video in the future. Uh, that also supports our new uh, feed that we've got, um, just to, to separate from the the network a little bit, and you can get all your Ducks news just in one place. Easy to find. So uh, again, that's watchgang.com. Link will be down in the description for that. So next upcoming game we've got, Thursday, February 13th, Ducks against the Calgary Flames. They are... Ducks are at home, I believe, for that one. Yeah. Game is 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern.
1: So this game is tomorrow, or today when you're listening to it.
0: Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, last time we played the Flames uh, was a 2-1 loss. That put the Flames up 1-0 for the season series. Uh, leading point scorers, Nate, do you want to give us those?
2: Yeah, sure. So leading the Calgary Flames with 56 games played is Matthew Kachuk. 19 goals, 26 assists for 45 points. Uh, tied with him in points is Johnny Gaudreau, 57 games played, 14 goals, 31 assists. A little bit of a dip in goal production uh, for Gaudreau this year. And then in third, you have Elias Lindholm, 57 games played, 22 goals, 21 assists for 43
1: points. Not going to talk about Sean Monahan? Oh, those, I guess, t- I guess that's tied two are, for... Yeah, tied for yeah. first. So
2: okay. uh, throw in, uh, yeah, on. sure. Th- throw in Sean Monahan there, 57 games played, 17 goals, 23 assists for 40 points.
1: Not bad.
0: Not good. Only
1: forty five points as your leading point guy. Yeah, looks at the Ducks points. Uh, never mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: um, I didn't realize Goudreau had forty five points. Um, I don't obviously. I don't really follow the Flames. This but is
1: after his ninety nine point season, though. So
2: yeah, yeah it so is. This like is for Flames fans. This is like okay, what's kind of going on right now? So yeah, uh,
0: it's just higher than I expected because yeah. he's like also. I, I find him not very noticeable when when he plays. Um, uh, he is more of an assist guy. Um, he, has, season, he has he so. has been a lot more this season. Do you so. think
1: just as you're more you're the Flames fan here? Yeah, sure. Do you think Goudreau is just a product of his line mates?
2: I don't overly know because he has the same line mates essentially. But like last his, la- well. his
1: his line mates last year, like they I mean Monahan and Lindholm are, both have 40 points as well, but yeah. they were producing a lot better last year.
2: I think just the team as a whole was doing a lot better last year because compare Calgary now to where they were last year as well, even that's quite a bit of a point differential, I, I think. But, um, I mean, that that could be very well it also. Um, but also what kind of, I guess, what uh, Carter said there, he hasn't been as noticeable just in games either. Like, as a Flames fan myself watching those games, there's sometimes where it's like Gaudreau's name pops up and I'm like, I actually haven't heard his name in a while, so it's it's kind of a a mix of things I think. But either way, it's definitely a, a bit of a down year for him. So yeah, even like even if you want to call last year overachieving, like this even for overachieving comparison, this is still a slump.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so yeah, that top line, uh, according to Daily Faceoff, is still Goudreau, Monahan, Lindholm. Second line is where Matthew Kachuk lives with Backlund and Mangiapane. Uh Third line, we've got Milan Lucic with Derek Ryan and Dylan Dubé. And fourth line, Zach Ronaldo, Mark Jankowski, and Tobias Reeder. Um, any comments about those those forward lines there?
1: I think after... Like, even your second line... Like, I, I think... It's Mangiapane, missing
0: something.
1: Pawnee is kind of like... Seems like a grinder-ish kind of guy to me. He doesn't seem... And maybe that's because that's his role he played last year more of. I just, I don't, it doesn't seem like you, you have depth, but it's all grindy depth and your team's not, the Flames aren't a team this year to me where they can go out, get a lead and then grind and like
2: hold hold on to it. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Um. I
0: think I part of that is based off of their, their playoff performance last year is they really just got outworked by Colorado. So now they're <laughs> building for the playoffs and not necessarily <laughs> for the regular season. I'm so. sorry.
2: Every time that playoff series comes up, I just get <laughs> excited. Yeah. That's fine. Um, yeah, Maggi definitely has been... I wouldn't say a grinder, but like he's been known to be able to grind, I guess. But he's definitely shown a lot more offensiveness, I think, uh, this year. like He has... 10 goals, 9 assists for 19 points, which isn't a crazy lot, I guess, compared to uh, others or just point protection in general. But it is, I guess, kind of what the Flames had signed him on for, that sort of thing. That third line there of uh, was Lucic, Dubay, and uh, Ryan, those three guys have actually really been going off the last few games. So I feel like that's actually kind of the line that Anaheim needs to watch coming into this game.
1: Yeah, you don't need sucker punches from Lucic coming into this game. <laughs> We're yeah, not getting into sure. that. That was at the beginning of the season. <laughs> um, he's also done it multiple times throughout the season. So He's got caught one time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, moving on to defensive pairings here. Um, Mark Giordano is currently out. Uh, I don't think he's going to return. He's out for a while, is he not? Yeah, he's out for still a few
2: weeks at least. Okay. So um, yeah, we won't be seeing him either this time or the next time.
0: Yeah, so with that, we've got Noah Hannafin and Rasmus Anderson labeled as the first pairing, Brody and Michael Stone as the second, and Oliver Shillington with, oh, man, another hard name to pronounce, Alexander Yellison, Yeeson. Yeeson. I don't Yeetson. know. I don't know. I just... <laughs> Yellison. Yeah, I don't know. Some call up to basically replace Mark Giordano there. Yeah, Calgary just called him up yesterday, I believe. Okay. Um, uh, in my opinion, defense has... a. L- obviously a little bit of a hole with giordano gone but it's more noticeable without seeing his name there yeah you for know. sure
2: yeah defense is definitely hurting right yeah. now hanafin's
0: and... good uh, i really like hanafin mm-hmm. um but just beyond that it's kind of kind of rounded out with third pairing guys in my opinion so yeah uh, there's a lot of younger guys that are like
2: kind of on the brink of doing really well but just aren't mm. quite there yet give it like the one more season and they'll,
0: and they'll be there. Yeah. so where well, they don't necessarily need to be in the ahl anymore but aren't yeah quite nhl ready yeah that kind of weird spot for sure Best defense on paper <laughs> i never said it <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah 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 you did
0: <laughs> a couple <of> years ago <laughs> all right let's move on to goaltenders here to to finish up this upcoming game so we got david riddick and cam talbot yeah, so uh, David
2: Riddick has played 41 games, has a 22 14 and 5 record, a 284 save percentage, or goals against, sorry, and a 9 save percentage.
1: Makes sense. You'd also have a 284 <laughs> <two-8-4 laughs> save percentage.
2: <Yeah. laughs> uh, Cam Talbot has uh, 19 games played, seven goals, eight losses. Er, <laughs> wow. Seven. Wow. I am really screwing up today. Yeah. Uh, 19 games played. Seven wins, eight losses, one overtime loss, a two seven two goals against, and a nine one eight save percentage.
0: Uh, was it you, Steven, that said that they play back to back as well? Yeah, they play L A. They play L A. the night before.
1: Yeah, technically, they're playing L A. tonight. Yeah, they're playing L A. Like, right now. Right now, yeah. okay. <laughs> the time we're recording, they're playing L A. and then see, play. I don't follow
0: L A. or Calgary, so I don't like, either. Actually, yeah, that saw, game I'm literally starts I in six it, minutes. I saw it
1: when you. <laughs> When I was looking at your phone earlier. Oh gotcha. So that's how that's the only reason I yeah. knew.
0: Uh, who's in net right now then?
2: Uh, um, but well the game starts in five. It was gonna be in net, but I will pull That wasn't it mean, was
0: off. it? Nope. No, it was just a little bit loud. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was just a little loud. <laughs> I was
1: my anger was like coming out and I was like, oh no.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, taking a look here at Daily Faceoff. David Riddick is in net, so we will probably see. So playing Cam the weaker goaltender
0: tomorrow. against the weaker team makes sense. Um yeah. Cam Dalbett. Yeah. I, I went there. <laughs> <laughs> Dad bot. Sorry, I, I still love Dadbot a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that, that's that's valid. Yeah. Um and then next let's uh talk about the ducks and the Canucks. Uh ducks will be in Vancouver on Sunday, February sixteenth. Game is at two PM Eastern, five P or two PM Pacific, five PM Eastern. Uh and Let's get into the leading scores here for Vancouver. Sure, you have uh,
2: Elias Pettersson, Elias Peterson, however he wants it pronounced. I forget he did say it at one point. I think it's just everybody's just gone with Pettersson. Uh, fifty-six games played, has twenty-three goals and thirty-four assists for fifty-seven points. J.T. Miller is second there with fifty-seven games played, twenty-two goals, thirty-four assists for fifty-six points. And then uh, the I guess. New for this year, captain for the Canucks, Bo Horvat, 57 uh, games played, 17 goals, 28 assists for 45 points. Uh, tied for that third spot is Brock Besser, 56 games, 16 goals, 29 assists for 45 points.
1: But isn't Brett Besser hurt right now? I don't think he'll be in this game.
0: Ah, uh, Carter, you uh, have that? T- 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 yes, he is injured. Yeah, I think I read he would be out for a couple of weeks, okay. so... um, yeah, probably not. And then Quinn Hughes, I'm noticing, is right up there as well, 44 points. Yeah, Quinn Hughes, 44
2: yeah. points there, the eight assists and 30, or sorry, eight goals, 36 assists. Uh, yeah, he and Kale McCarr are definitely going head to head and will be for the rest of the season for that Calder. Oh, trophy. for sure. Yeah.
0: It's going to come down to the last game. You
2: mean game Calder
1: McCall? <laughs> what? Calder McCalder. I, I, there's yeah. some way it's said. I, I don't know it. But it's Kale McCarr as Calder and then McCalder.
0: Calder hmm. Cute. It
1: is. <laughs> Great nicknames.
0: Yeah. Uh, getting into the line combos for Vancouver here. We got Bo Horvat uh, with JT Miller and Zach McEwen, I believe is how that is said, taking yes. Brock Besser's spot. Um, second pairing, or second line, sorry, Elias Pedersen with Jake Vertanen and Tanner Pearson. Third line, we got Anton Roussel, Adam Gaudet, and Brandon Sutter. And fourth line: Justin Bailey, Jay Beagle, and Louis Erickson. The old man line. Yeah, I, I like that top six.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, top six looks good. Yeah. even with Besser missing.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I'm sure someone will will fill that hole quite nicely. Bottom six really really <laughs> grindy. Yeah, as soon as I, said that, I was like, oh man. No. <laughs> I was just I was
2: waiting to see if it was gonna be if Stephen was gonna say something. Yeah. Otherwise, I was gonna do.
0: Um, yeah, and then defensive pairings: Alex Edler, Troy Stetcher. First pairing: Quinn Hughes, Chris Tannev. Second pairing: and Jordy Ben, Tyler Myers. Third pairing: that is some depth. The
1: That's, the way you said that confused me for half a second. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> but,
2: no, I know. That second pairing seems more like a first to me.
1: Ah, uh, that second pairing's Carbo. <laughs> <laughs> so <Sorry>, what? <laughs> oh right, Hughes is overrated. Yeah. <laughs> oh oh, we're talking okay, Quinn. Never mind. Down. Never mind. I was I thought we were talking <laughs> Jack Hughes again. My bad. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I know. Um, Ale- <laughs> Alex wanna... Entler's te- definitely that first pairing guy. He's yeah. just really solid defensively. Yeah, for, for sure. Yeah, Troy Stetcher, mm, meh, but I'm sure they they play well together. So yeah, absolutely. Um, and then quite a few injuries actually, uh, aside from Brock Besser, Tyler Mott, Josh Lievo, Michael Ferland, Oscar Fantenberg, uh, and Tyler Gray um, but still some key depth guys um, that would fit into their top six or top four.
1: Yeah, definitely Lievo and um, Mott, I think are up in that like bottom six kind of place, more depth there.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and like reliable bottom six guys yeah. as well. So yeah, definitely will be a factor if they don't return for this game. forgot to mention last time we played Vancouver, November 1st, that was a 2-1 win for us. So we're up on the season series, one to nothing there. Woo! Um, and then let's talk about these goaltenders here to wrap this up. Jacob Markstrom and Thatcher Demco.
2: Sure. So Markstrom has 40 games played this season, has a 21 16 3 record, a two eight one 1 goals against, and a 9 1 save percentage. And Thatcher Demco has 18 games played, a 10 5 2 record, 292 goals against, and a 909 save percentage. Okay. Um, the one thing I'm actually kind of surprised by is that there's only one shutout this year for the Canucks.
0: It was kind of surprising, actually. Yeah. yeah, I thought Demko had one this season. Maybe he was lost. I thought Markstrom had more than one too.
1: Unfortunately, not.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he's on your fans. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, who do you think we get? Who do you think we see here, Markstrom or Demko? <clears throat> they don't have back to backs. They've got a couple of days off uh, before and after. Markstrom. You think?
2: Normally, I go for Demko in this case, just because you don't really know. I guess, kind of the future for Vancouver goaltending at the moment, because markstrom wasn't supposed to be as great as he is it's supposed to be just okay he'll warm it up for demko but now markstrom's kind of gone on fire so you kind of have this one two what i won't quite call it a tandem quite yet just because of the games played um but you could you could work it that way um i'm gonna agree with steven
0: though actually i think we're gonna see markstrom in this Hmm. game yeah you don't want to give him too much rest especially with how tight the pacific is well my thing that
1: that was my thing too and he's their number one goalie yes. like and you're in first place mm. and going up against what could be perceived as an easier opponent in the ducks mm. you still want to get and not back no back-to-backs you want to just keep winning keep it. yeah keep rolling. you want to
0: ensure the win yeah yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, but uh, with that said, let's get into predictions. We actually didn't do the ones for Calgary, so let's start with that. Start with yours, Carter. Uh, you so have a legitimate one for us. <laughs> this is my legit one. Oh God, I have, I have the Ducks beating the Flames nine to nothing. Um, Makes and the, sense. And I'm, uh, uh, reasonable. Uh, yeah, I'm also going to call that Kachuk gets the shit kicked out of him by Grant Getzlaff and Gibson at the same time.
1: It, so what I'm hearing is <laughs> Kachuk does some bullshit at Gibson. Gibson goes at him. And then Getz, laughing and Grant are like, oh, hey, we want a piece no, of No, Kachuk's this. probably
0: going to run, like, Silverberger, Raquel, and give him an elbow to the back uh, of the head behind the net. Gotcha. Yell, stay off the tracks, and then Gibson just blocks however, him in the back of the net.
1: However, I hope you do realize <laughs> that um, Kachuk will not get suspended about this because he can't do anything wrong. So I hope, yeah, that's right. I, I hope you know that.
0: And Grant, Getz, laughing and G- Gibson will all get a couple games.
1: The, they'll get, like... They'll, they'll get like five games for it. Probably something so. like
0: that. So, uh, yeah, that's my prediction for this game. Um, not being biased. <laughs> not, a, not, not that he hates Not Kachuk. at all. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> uh, you know what? I actually want, I'll I'll make a bet with you on record here.
2: Okay. If Grant, Getzlaff, or Gibson get into a fight with Kachuk, it has to be either of those three with Kachuk specifically.
0: Either of those three.
2: Either of those three with Kachuk. I'll give you 10 bucks.
1: Question. Now, do you mean a full-on fight or cuz Kachuk doesn't fight? So, you're just like putting these on your it's favorite. It's a fight. Yeah. Um What would
2: be classified like what the refs would give a penalty for as a 5 minutes for fighting?
1: Don't take it Carter cuz like I said Kachuk yeah, doesn't he's fight. He's not going to fight, no. yeah Um He wouldn't fight, gets laugh. Grant I think is pretty feisty, so he wouldn't fight him. And yeah. then Gibson also a, he doesn't Gibbs, have
0: the same amount of goals as Kachuk, so he can't fight him. Right, right, right. Yeah. So Gibson. So a psycho. really, you have nothing to lose by taking this bet. No, he has. What? Everything, no, I have everything to lose. To lose.
1: Why? Because you yeah. said I, Kachuk, Kachuk's not going to fight him. You said if Kachuk fights, you'll give him ten bucks. Yeah. Kachuk won't fight, which is what we're saying, because he won't fight Getsloff because Getsloff's a fucking psycho. Like Getzlaff will, <laughs> will
0: will murder him. Yeah, probably. Yeah.
1: He won't fight Grant because, like we said, he doesn't have the same amount of goals as him. He's apparently a fourth liner, elite, elite <laughs> center. Um, and then Gibson, he won't fight Gibson because it's Gibson. So you have everything to win. You have nothing. But to if he
2: actually it. thinks that this is like that, this could happen.
0: He could ride it. Can can we say anybody whose name? Starts with a G, so that includes Gouli and Goodbranson as well, because they're pretty fast. Good Goodbranson, Getzlaff, Grant, or or Gibson. That's five guys who are unlikely to fight him. Fight him.
1: That's a quarter of a team.
0: <laughs> That's true. <yeah. laughs> Watch Chuck and Henrique get into it. Yeah, I'd be so mad. Carter's just like, "Fuck." You mean Adam Genwick? I Adam mean, Genrich. There's a, there
1: is. A is name somewhere. I know there is. Yeah. <laughs> Probably his middle name, but
0: I'll, I'll let you think on it. Okay. Well, we'll go over your. Can, can we do five bucks that Kachuk fights somebody?
1: That, that's sure. fair. Okay. Sure. How sure. about that?
0: So wait. Okay. Wait. Who gets five bucks if Kachuk fights? If Kachuk yeah. fights, I get five bucks. If Kachuk doesn't fight, you get five bucks.
1: You're going to give him five bucks. though, still, just so you know. <laughs> what? Why? Because Kachuk won't fight. Yeah,
0: I know. <laughs> <laughs> Nature. Sure. Okay. Agreed. Sure. If
1: Kachuk gets a five minute for fighting, I will give you five bucks. Okay.
2: Jake's. Okay. So if he gets a four minute double minor for roughing, I'm gonna
0: flip the fuck out. <laughs> well, if he gets a, like a six Carter's gonna be major. calling Toronto. Yo, what the <laughs> fuck? I need that extra
1: minute. Yeah. <laughs> um. I guess I'll go into my prediction here to like. Yeah. To get it. us back on track. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I predict that it'll be a three-two win. I think the Flames will have a two-nothing lead and then choke it like they always do. So you know. Fair, Respectable. The, the fair Fairweather fans will, you know, complain, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> this isn't me bullying Nate for this <laughs> is me bullying all of Flames <laughs> Flames. Flames. Yeah, yeah. This is Nate's allowed, not right? a lot of
0: weather. He's, yeah, he's
1: yeah. Just, yeah. I wanted to make sure this was allowed. Yeah, he just makes
0: poor choices. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> all right, Nate, let's hear your biased opinion now. <laughs> I think mine's actually the least biased out of all of ours, and I'm the Flames fan here.
1: <laughs> Excuse you? I'm supporting my Anaheim ducks. Thank you very much. <laughs> with a reasonable score. He's just supporting the ducks. With the like high hopes, yeah. And you're choosing the flames. <laughs> you're a fucking pessimist. Was that? This was is that, coming
2: from the pessimist on the team, and yes, that counts. Was as that rude. bullied? <laughs> no, I'll allow it. Okay.
1: Cool. I just said you're being a pessimist. I, that's not me being bullied. Okay.
2: <laughs> this is coming from the pessimist on the show, though. Can I just make that clear? <laughs> oh, yeah. Still,
0: well, let's hear your prediction. No. I'm going to
2: say it's a four-two loss. One of those could be an empty net, because it really could go either way of Calgary can either turn it on and keep going like they have in the last couple of games, or they could be an absolute bag of bricks and just fuck this up. So I'm, I'm being, I'm being optimistic kind of for both sides. That's not going to be a terrible loss for Anaheim, but it's also not going to be, I'm going to be a pessimist pessimist as a flames fan is it's not going to be as
0: much of a shit kicking as it could be. Or uh, should <laughs> because I want to see Stephen be nice to Nate for a whole episode. We're gonna stop talking about this. and are to move on to the Vancouver Canucks predictions because I know Stephen's got some words.
1: <laughs> um, I, I'm not okay with being called a pessimist when I'm the only one who's predicting a win over the fucking Canucks. I predicted two one win over the Canucks. <laughs> okay, that's not. And I'm the pessimist here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's a very tight
2: win, actually.
1: Yeah, it'll be a grindy game. It will be interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, uh, Nate,
2: do you want to give yours? Sure. Uh, I'm predicting another 4-2 loss for the Ducks, just because this Canucks team has been on a tear for the last little while, and I don't think it's going to end just yet. Okay, It's uh, nothing It's nothing against the Ducks. I just see a better Vancouver team coming against just a
0: weaker mm-hmm. Anaheim team at the moment. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you as well. I'm going a 5-3 loss uh, for this one as well. Nothing can start, stop Markstrom, I don't think. Except
1: for two goals that get past him. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, I, I watch Markstrom
0: play. It's it's questionable. It's questionable yeah. right now. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. They get
1: wins, but like I look at the score and it, they they lost 6 2. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. You let in six goals. That's right. Then they come back and win like 3 1. And I'm like, still letting six goals seal the game. <laughs> I yeah. Cry.
0: All right. Well, I guess we'll see what happens in these. Um, not, maybe not super tight, but. Somewhat tight divisional matchups, um, and we'll we'll talk about them next time. So thank you guys for listening. This podcast is a production of the Hockey Podcast Network. If you would like to listen to more podcasts from the perspectives of other teams, you can check out each of the other shows on the Hockey Podcast Network. They all have their own feeds now. There's one for each of the 31 NHL teams, as well as a couple of specials, uh, the Terry Ryan Podcast and Ice Analytics. Uh, those ones come out on the weekend. The other 31 shows come out uh, every Monday and Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow our show on Twitter at Quack Report Pod. You can follow the network at HockeyPodNet. And if you would like to hear more from the three of us, you can listen to our own show, The Shooting Around Show, where we talk about hockey, but also we don't really talk about hockey most times. Uh, those episodes come out every Monday, <laughs> wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow us on Twitter at Shooting Around. Thank you guys for listening, and go Ducks go!